and welcome back to another episode of We Read It One Night. We're still on our hiatus, but we wanted to bring you one of our most fun episodes to record, How to Find a Princess by Alyssa Cole. Enjoy this episode and we will see you soon. And in the meantime, please don't forget to leave us a rating and review wherever you're listening. That really, really is the best and free way to support this podcast because it helps us get discovered by new people um, and helps new people just, you know, come and join the We Read It One Night community. Also, we're on hiatus. We'll be adding new designs to our Etsy store every week. So don't forget to check that out in the link in the description and enjoy the show. So, big news. We got our TikTok back, bitches. <laughs> Woo! Almost six weeks to the day after we lost it. Just get a casual email. It's like, there's nothing wrong. Thanks for your patience. We know how you're welcome, your TikTok. account is to you. You're welcome. <laughs> Very rude. Um, I'm listening to this book, this historical romance, and I really like it, except for the fact that you know how like Charles Dickens was paid by the word, and like that's why yeah, it's so long. All yeah. his prose is like long winded. Yeah. So I swear to God, this author was paid by the like number of times that she can dunk on corsets because like I have never in my life like most historicals will include like a line a throwaway line or two about yeah. how the main character can't breathe in her corset or how it's so stiff or it's or like whatever how uncomfortable yeah. they are but this it's like every other chapter <laughs> like every like they just had their yeah, first sex scene so much and he takes off her corset and she's like oh thank god that I'm out of that. And he's like, oh, I hate those. Why can't they invent something else? And she's like, all of womankind would be indebted to the person who invents something to replace the corset. And I'm like, oh, and that's no! Like, that's a man, like, popping up I from was, the corner. I was like, I just don't, I don't understand. No, and I had a whole conversation. I went to dinner with a friend in New York, and we were talking about corsets because she is also passionate about corset slander. And she, like, sent me this whole thread about this, like, historical, you know, clothes person and we're like they were like yeah you know like whalebone corsets like that's what you always hear is like the uncomfortable mm-hmm. kind like it's so stiff like whalebones it's like it's literally it's like they're like they're they're flexible like they're so flexible that you can literally twist it in a spiral like a 500 year old whalebone <laughs> you can twist in a spiral and it will like not crack like it's wow. so like they're not <laughs> that makes sense they're, and it and it fits better because your body heat warms them up and so the corset like molds to your shape as you wear it so it's like even more like what leather shoes i'm like wow. why are you yeah like leather shoes like short like maybe you need yeah, a- yeah whatever yeah wow unbelievable Stop the corset slander they're just bras with better back support wow <laughs> um so i got just got back from um mostly montana we went to like four different states but it said the most time in montana and um, I don't know if we have any John Mayer fans who personally I am not a, a huge fan of, mostly because I think it's really creepy that he dated a 19-year-old when he was 30. Um, but he yeah, he lives in Montana, in Livingston, Montana, which we stayed in. And but the exact location of his ranch is a secret. And even though like I'm not super into John Mayer, 
we got so into like solving this mystery and trying to find his house. Like we were literally like looking up property records, like trying to match the like back. He's done like photo shoots at the house. Like people, obviously some people know where it is. And I was like trying to match them up with like the horizon, like the mountains. And we like drove <laughs> out there. And the conclusion I've come to is that he's definitely down a private road, which it were if it were just me, I definitely would have like risked it and driven down some private roads. But um, my friends that I was with were like, I don't know about like going down Montana. And you know, to be fair, like if there's anywhere that people are going to enforce if you know what I mean, their <laughs> private property, well, um, well, a, <laughs> it's going to be there. <laughs> but Here's my question for you. Doesn't the one friend you were with work for the FBI? No, she doesn't. She was going – yeah, uh, no, she doesn't. I'm no. saying, well, I know. I'm saying, so would that joking. be a positive or a negative? You that's, know what I mean? Yeah. Because you'd be like, I'm the FBI. I, this is – Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Or would she be like disciplined more strictly? I for- think that would be definitely frowned upon. I did. I had no desire to harass him. Like I was not interested in even like meeting him. I honestly could not have cared less. I just like for some because it was a secret. I was like, oh my gosh, like we have like, you can't keep the this challenge. from me. Yeah, the challenge exactly. It was like we failed though. John Mayer won us zero. I bet the people like in Livingston definitely know, but I couldn't think of like a smooth way to. I mean, they probably protect you him. You know have what gone I mean? On, like oh, like Tinder or something. Like <laughs> I'm permanently one of banned the from Tinder. And been, like, so. so okay, we'll hinge that or like Bumble. Yeah, whatever. I've been like so. Just where's yeah. John Mayer's house? <laughs> <laughs> just in case anyone thinks that the Tinder and the TikTok are related, the Tinder was actually just me like messing around. I was like, I'm never going to use this again. Let me just like anyway. It's not. I, I Rachel was trying to. I was banned money for a reason. <laughs> I was banned for a reason on Tinder. I will admit that. I I'm not really ashamed of it. It is what it is. <laughs> the TikTok thing was not our fault. Anyway, I don't have a smooth connection to that. Other than the fact that the book we're talking about today also has secrets in it. <laughs> betrayal and betrayal. Secrets and famous people are involved. Like rich and powerful people are also involved. Yeah. We're, today we're doing How to Find a Princess by Alyssa <laughs> Cole, <laughs> which is a sapphic Anastasia retelling. And I will say, you know that – I mean. I, I don't know whether I've made this clear, but I love spoilers in like all capacities. Like I read many, I go down Wikipedia, like fan Wikipedia deep dives for shows that I will never watch. Like for example, I know a lot about Stranger Things season four, despite the fact that it's far too scary for me to ever actually watch. <laughs> so I love spoilers. I'm an advocate for everyone spoiling themselves <laughs> at all times. <laughs> but this book has a really huge plot twist at the end that I like did not see coming at all so if you want that maintained for you you should read this book and then come back and listen to this episode and like normally I would not warn about this kind of stuff but I like remember when that plot twist was revealed I was like no way (laughs) so I this book was like hilarious it was so I was like laughing out loud like on I listened to like probably two hours of it and then a week later the rest of it just because I was on a trip but, like, I was, like, there's so many times that I was, like, literally, like, cackling. The only thing is that they spent way more time on a ship than I expected. Well, it was, like, all the – it was very similar to the 1990s animated Anastasia, which is uh, – what I when, when I hear Anastasia retelling, I'm assuming it's that movie because, like, I don't know of any other Anastasia stories in which, like, you know, like – Yeah. I was, like, oh, it's a little nod to 1990s Anastasia <laughs> with <laughs> – 
except without the magic Rasputin and like the bat. There is no Rasputin, unfortunately. I know. Well, uh, like, what do we think about the cat? There's no Rasputin, but like, there was like a fun little like. Oh wait, Rasputin could be Lord Higgins' bosom. Yeah, I mean, he could be Rasputin, but like with significantly less sex appeal. Because real life Rasputin like got some. And like history, had, like he's been slandered in history, you know, yeah. credited with like the fall of the Russian monarchy and like witchcraft and all shit. But really, he was just a guy. He was like a random priest who also fucked. And like all, he had so many ladies at court, but it was literally just because like he bathed and believed in like eating oh, yeah. pussy. Lord Higgins' bosom is not like that though. Back to the book. <laughs> wait, wait. I want to say all the – okay. So all the like one-star Goodreads reviews for this or like most of them were talking about how the one heroine – so there's two heroines because it's sapphic. It's Makeda and Beznaria who goes by Bez. And everyone was talking about in their one-star reviews like how unlikable Makeda is. And what? so like I was like – you fucking kidding no, me? No, no, no. Listen to me. Like that she's like a super unlikable heroine. And she is like – kind of prickly she spends most of the book i'm not saying they're right but i'm saying she spends most of the book like trying to hold herself back like she has a very big wall up and i just like realized like i came to the realization while reading this book i realized that people who complain about unlikable heroines like 90 like one percent of the time the heroine is just genuinely genuinely sucks like characters do suck sometimes but like the unlikable heroine i'm like i just think you guys like lack empathy (laughs) i think that is like the actual point here and especially and it's also like internalized misogyny because a lot of times when someone's like an unlikable heroine if they had the same traits but in a man they'd be like oh my god what a morally gray hero i love them but yeah yeah, i was like like makeda has like such traumatic that's so childhood because so her whole thing is that she's like a huge people pleaser like she will go out of her way to help help you like whether you want it or not like she was like her own wildly like parentified by her mom growing up and not even and just like a full yeah it's like other abuse too like her mom was an alcoholic neglect like a lot of right because of that but the whole time like she's talking about how people are always telling her she's like not enough or like not fit and i just like couldn't figure out like why why like any like i just until like i saw a little bit toward the end like i guess if she's like helping things but like actually like, you didn't actually want her to and, like, making it worse. But, like, I just, like, could not – I was, like – I just couldn't understand why she would ever get, like, a negative reaction from people. So that's bizarre. Because I could see Bez. Like, Bez is a little, like, you know – Bez is just chaotic. Pathological that is That is really, like, throughout the book, Bikate is like, oh, my God, she has such chaos energy. I'm, like, I'm really – They all call her And I'm, like, Bez is very chaotic. She's, like, a fucking tornado. <laughs> so – Basically, Makeda's backstory is that she was raised by a single mother and her and her grandmother. And her grandmother had the story that her mother's biological gra- like father was a man who told her he was Prince Kashan from this like Abirania. small small kingdom of Aburania. And her mother became obsessed with that, and her whole mission was to prove that she was a princess and that Makeda was a princess. Um, but the mom was simultaneously an alcoholic 
And it all culminated with like a really embarrassing scene for Makeda when her mom came to school drunk and was telling everyone that Makeda was a princess. And so Makeda was bullied for that. It didn't even culminate in it. That was just like part that of was the just journey. Like, right. And like the mom was so obsessed with it that like she's literally on like the Abirati and Embassy's watch list. Like they're right. like, don't let this woman on the <laughs> <Yeah>. property. <laughs> and she basically put that above her actual daughter. And then when Makeda was like 17, she remarried and moved away and just left Makeda with the grandmother and was just like, peace, like I'm out. The mom just genuinely sucks and never – no, like she never, never – she doesn't get a redemption arc. Like she no. never uh, really apologizes. Like she's still obsessed with this princess thing even though she's technically recovered. Like yeah, she just yeah. sucks overall. Um, so Makeda like has basically – what she's gotten from that, what she's internalized is that she needs – like if people need her, then they'll keep her around and if not, they'll like ditch her. So she's just a off the charts people pleaser. Literally is in thousands of dollars of debt because she co-signed a loan for someone like like an ex girlfriend or an ex girlfriend for a what was it a pet party planning business? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Which, like, quite frankly, if I had a pet and lots of disposable income, like I oh, would totally sure. be into that. I would one hundred percent be hiring. The problem people for that. is like where do you find those people? <laughs> So yeah, basically that's her whole thing. And we open up. She works at a grocery store and she's applied for a promotion to be like manager. And her boss is like, um, yeah, you just like are too helpful. It doesn't make sense why. He's like, you just just can't say no to anyone. Like She doesn't get the promotion and then gets fired essentially because she's like too good at her job. Like that seems to be the summary of it. Right. And this is where I was trying to picture like – because she's like slightly late for the meeting because she stopped to help a customer and he's like, oh, that's just you. You're just too like – you can't say no. And I'm like, yeah, Yeah. but – like, I, I just can't imagine – because she basically is keeping the whole place running. Like, Yeah. Well, he doesn't realize that. I think he just, like, doesn't realize she how instrumental she is because she does it, like, halfway through the book. He's like, oh, my God, please come back and, like, take two promotions. But, right. Like, take take my job. <laughs> yeah. My job. He's like, oh, my God. But I, here's my thing. Here's here's the thing. It's like the way I saw it in the book that is described, like, why her people pleasing was so bad. I mean, so in this specific instance, like, she wouldn't, like, in her current people pleasing state, she wouldn't be a good leader because it's so, she can't say no to people. She can't, like, lay down the law. She can't set boundaries. Also, and she can't, she's not good at, like, delegating. Right. Also, That's what it was. and, like, yeah. in her relation, because she goes home after getting fired and her girlfriend, Steph, is, like, secretly moving all of her things out because she's, like, going to break up with her. And her girlfriend, Steph, is like you're always doing stuff for me sometimes I don't want you to do stuff for me Makeda is like it's like she's like a classic dad in some ways where where you're like I like avocados and then for the next 10 years (laughs) your dad buys you pounds and pounds of avocados and is constantly giving them to can you tell I have a personal experience with this like I had that thought as I was listening because that's what Steph is describing she's like sometimes I just I don't need you to like buy me a bunch of avocados just because I said I like them one time and I still like Steph still sucks in the book like makes you think makes you know that that Steph sucks because she is like ultimately taking advantage of Makeda but like that's how I saw it so Makeda's like fuck I just lost my job I lost my girlfriend um and she gets a conveniently timed phone call from her grandmother Grandmore and Grandmore runs an Airbnb or not Airbnb a B&B in Atlantic City and she's like hey like why don't you just come home and like live at home again um and on this I think on the same phone call maybe when she gets there the grandma's mentions um that Aburania is doing a search for its heir because the previous queen like during World War II basically disappeared mysteriously and they're trying to find the heir 
which I didn't wait. Can I? I didn't really understand this. So like, so the Aberani lineage is like it seems to be like matriarchal, like it are not matriarchal, but like they just happen to have all female heirs from like the first pirate queen until the one the one that was married to that the queen that yeah. disappeared. He was the first male heir. Yeah. It's like explicitly said he was the first male heir. And so I don't understand why a child of the queen that wasn't conceived with right. the king would be Yeah. I mean, I guess they, maybe it maybe their succession rules are like it goes down the line, but like if the spouse survives the other person, they yeah. get it bounces to the spouse if there's no Maybe kids. they think like that like somehow she was pregnant when she disappeared. I don't know. Like I'm, no, there's yeah, no I'm very confused. That's, that's a very like European thing. And it's Aburani is supposed to have like, I forget, like African and like Sicilian, like like yeah. cultural influences. So there's no I mean, there's no inherent reason it has to like be like that. I know it's it could very, easily yeah. bounce to the spouse instead of bouncing sure. instead of like going to the siblings or something. Like but that's yeah, how that's how like that's how wills work. So why not like why not titles? Okay, sure. <laughs> right? No, really. Like your sure, spouse get, yeah. you know? So Makeda is like absolutely not. Like I, I've had it with that. Yeah, I never wanted it to begin with. And it like I hope you fuck, didn't fucking tell mom because this will yeah. just – and the grandma's like, uh, she definitely knows. Um, no, she was like, I didn't <laughs> tell mom. She was like, but I didn't. Mom finds out. Mom finds out. But, okay, so we got some great lines that established yes. this grandmother yes. as like some of the best characters yes. in this thing. So first of all, she's like, you know the prince and the popper? It was more like the prince and this pussy. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, grant for <laughs> Me and Prince Kashan humped our way from Chicken Bone Beach to Margate. <laughs> I adore her. I adore Grant more. And then she's also she's like she's like talking about how like a friend told her about the air yeah. search. And Makeda is like, is this the same friend who told you that five G towers were summoning demons? And I was like, now I also want and Grant. This like, to be- she was just looking out for me. If you can't count on your homegirls to warn you about demons, they're not really your friends. <laughs> And I'm like, well, fair enough. I mean, that's true. If like my friends know demons are about and they don't tell me, like, like you know, who that's you it. Trust? She was <laughs> because like, okay, so a text chat forward about cash offered for missing royalty sounds legit. <laughs> <laughs> and so we have that Makeda. So basically, we have established Makeda wants nothing to do with her alleged royal heritage. She's like, this is nonsense, and even if it isn't, like, I don't care about it. Yeah. So then we flash forward to. Beznaria, who is meeting with her boss, Lord Higginshagen. I, I think that's his name. It's like some ridiculous like collection of like nonsense name British name. Like just like the like the most British sounding name you can you can possibly think. It's just a, oh, it's abs- it's absurd. Lord Higginshagen's of Hagenshake. I just can't. <laughs> it's incredible. I love it. Alyssa Cole was like, I am gonna fucking roast them. This like you're gonna know well, exactly who he is. <laughs> at one point, she's like, it's pronounced Smythe. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> um and Besnar so look at Lord Higginshagen is her boss and they work for <laughs> the World Federation of Monarchists. <laughs> Which is never questioned like no. there's there's no. no indication that anyone is ever like that's the most ridiculous organization like no. I've ever heard of like everyone's like oh my god the World Federation of Monarchists like you're right and essentially no. they're an organization they're hired by Lord Higginshagen they're like created by Lord Higginshagen whose dad was like a king somewhere like bought, for like, like 30 days like 
like in the like aftermath of World War II when everything was in shambles and then he like immediately got ousted and so Lynn Hagen Joggin is like always trying to get that back or whatever and their like whole thing is like looking for lost heirs because apparently that is like a very common problem that like requires many investigators they also like set up royal marriages oh, and there's do, like, like royal random matchmaking. there's there's just like random it's never explained but there's just like it's a few times it's just like offhand mentioned that bez's previous job before being an investigator was to facilitate the royalmatch.com website yeah. and that's just never questioned that's like amazing. it's just i i do wonder because Alyssa cole has another so this is the second book in this I think it's Reluctant Royal series. She also has another book. The other series is also about royalty from like like African nations that are like made up African nations. So Alyssa Cole, I think, has like a whole universe Mm. of like royalty that she has like totally made up, which is a common thing for like contemporary like royalty. Like you'll just like make up a a country right. and be like yeah it's next to it's an island off the uk that exists don't question it so i like i was wondering and i haven't read i've only read the first one in that series so i i don't know whether the things that she was referencing is are also like just like little nods to other yeah so biznaria is basically like just she's like i have had it with your bullshit higgins joggins i'm here for one reason and one reason only and it's to avenge my family honor <laughs> And (laughs) but she and like this whole thing, she's like roasting him in his in her head, which is already hilarious. And then she's like, she just roasts him to his face. He's like, he's like, Besnaria rules exist for. He has a fake British accent. Rules exist for a reason. And she's like, so do platypuses. They're much more mysterious and exciting, though. (laughs) And then she also, she's like, he has like a weak will, which is a word in Abaranian that roughly translates to a flaccid scepter. (laughs) And he's like staring at her and it's like Bez resisted the urge to stare back, having been reprimanded for her staring contest reflexes. And she is, is explicitly stated that Bez is some kind of neurodivergent. We never get like an explicit thing. And like, I feel like it could be autism. It could be maybe ADHD. ADHD was my first guess, but then like mm-hmm. later on it was like autism. So I don't know. But yeah, she, she, her she mind her, works like, differently. Brain fireflies, which I really liked. I forget how it's exactly, but I was like, wow. Yeah, every time she has a thought, that. like she's like, oh, she just has like little fireflies. lights in her head. And when, when it's like one that she needs to follow, it's like brighter. And basically, Bez is like the complete opposite of Makeda like Makeda like feels too much of people's emotions and Bez like it's not that she feels too little but she is very and that's what made me think autism is she is very like she doesn't necessarily pick up on like those cues naturally she's not she doesn't get guilted into things like at all which is like a superpower I feel like and she has the self-confidence of a god injected into my veins (laughs) like I need this but almost to the point of like this, that's why I could I could have seen her being the the character that people didn't like because it's to the point of like selfishness a lot of the time I think yeah but that's like she like grows out of that but yeah, even at yeah, the I end know. of the book in which she's like learned and grown she's still like yes I am the best person well, she in the has world. even more and I don't to I don't want to spoil I don't want to yeah. spoil like because I wrote down the quote I was like this is incredible like I want this like <laughs> I want to cross stitch this on the sampler. <laughs> <laughs> and also like Makeda's grandmother and mother like are into the princess heir thing and Makeda's not whereas Bez is like grandmother who was the captain so her, so Bez's family that's important is like historically they're the royal guard of Aburania and her grandmother was the captain of the royal guard when like who quote unquote lost 
for the previous queen, Queen Ozzy. And so the grandmother's like, just leave it alone. Like, I don't care. But Bez is like obsessed with finding the lost heir. So it's like the opposite Restoring of that. Restoring her family's no. honor. Yeah. <laughs> like she's also like implementing like secretly anti-imperialist yeah. schemes. She's like, when she worked on royalmatch.com, she like, I don't know, like connected people that like Lord Higginshagen was like, that's not appropriate. <laughs> and she was like, oh, I was just doing the job. And like, it's it's it makes sense according to the fine print of my contract because she loves reading the fine print. Well, she like memorizes it. Forgetting things that don't match her worldviews and memorizing the fine print are her two great strengths. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so she's going to get sent to go interview candidates. And Lord Higginshagen's is explicitly like, we don't want an American heir. Like that would be not ideal, which is never really explained. Why? Well, I feel like there was like a veiled reference, I feel like, to Meghan Markle because he was like, we've seen how Americans going into established aristocracy go – you know what I mean? Like, Mm. And like Lord Hickenshagen like being like racist and horrible is like very in character. So So, (laughs) back to Makeda. She's cleaning with Comet. How Bella Swan of her. Yes! Um, I wrote that down. (laughs) Yes. Um, Which if you don't know, it's like an old school like tub cleaning powder um, that – is apparently very effective, but like you have to scrub. Not up to your elbows though. It doesn't foam that much in case, yeah, Twilight's wrong. Also, anyway. don't don't stick your arms <laughs> in it that far because like it's gonna burn. It's, there's yeah, there's no way to stick it doesn't get that it whatever. Unless you have very small unless you're a cat or something. Whatever. Anyway. There is um, a cat. There, there is, is an cat. excellent cat. So and so her her old her coworker who got the promotion over her, who's like wildly incompetent and Makeda was like covering for it the whole time, she like calls and like asks for help and like is like, well, really, this is stuff that you should have taken care of before you left. And I was like, the nerd, Makeda, like, helps her. She's essentially asking her how to do all this. Like, Makeda set up all these systems to, like, organize Mm -hmm. the store. And, like, Lindsay's, like, trying to get it. It was, like, very, like, hating game, Mm -hmm. like, obnoxious coworker situation. Like, even worse because she, like, got her job. But, yeah. Um, So, and so uh, Makeda's vacuuming when there's a knock on the door. And Makeda's like, you know what? I'm going to be selfish. I'm not going to answer the door. (laughs) But unfortunately for her, <laughs> this is the one time Pez knows how to pick locks. <laughs> she breaks in. And she breaks in and Mikaela like almost hits her with the vacuum cleaner. <laughs> but, and Bez is like, you know, that's very – Bez has like a uh, some kind of accent that I'm not going to try to replicate. But like she's like – She has like, an know, Af- like a northern African Yeah, it's just like a, some, you have no kind. idea how many people sense someone creeping up on them and turn around without even grabbing a butter knife. Like, she's like good yeah she's like you have a vacuum like good on you <laughs> and Makeda sees Bez and she's like oh my god she's so chaotic and I am so aroused <laughs> she's and she's so this whole the like gist of this book their relationship is like Makeda is so angry at being aroused by Bez and Bez is like so bewildered at being aroused by Makeda. she's like I don't understand what's going on <laughs> Makeda says at least twice she's like I'm not an accent ho but hearing that voice like <laughs> mm. but Makeda doesn't Makeda doesn't have an accent the first time we get her POV with Higginshagen wait maybe she Bez. doesn't yeah Bez sorry Bez doesn't have an accent and that maybe and she does no, not in the first scene because I wrote like – so she does – because I was thinking like shouldn't she have an accent? And then here I was like, so she does have an accent. But that got me thinking about with audiobooks. Like I feel like there's situations in which doing the accents for people's voices can like reveal identities before the author would have wanted them to, if you know what I mean. Uh-huh. Like for example, like if the audience knows that like the baddie has a French accent but like – the character that they're not supposed to know that the character they're hearing their perspective from like is the baddie yet or something 
you know what I mean? Then like it would give it away. Sure. So it's just something to think about. It know. is a little bit of a reveal. Like we don't know Bez is a Baranian from right. the beginning of that scene. Like it's something that's sort of like revealed. But we also through. we also don't know what like an Aberanian accent would be. You know, it's like yeah, but, yeah, but it's interesting. Um, so yeah, sorry. After that aside, um, so they meet. They nearly Makeda, like tries to kick her out <laughs> immediately, and <laughs> she's like pushing her back. <laughs> Bess is like, uh, can you just go like a little bit higher? Because like I need a massage. <laughs> like that's what this feels like. Yeah. But then Kojak, the cat, appears, and he and Bez, Bez are immediately enemies. And I am like imagining Crookshanks from Harry Potter. Like that's how this cat is kind of described. Like it's squashy and like very ugly mm-hmm. and like ready to <laughs> well, fight at all times. <laughs> Bez is immediately like, that's a demon. That's not a cat. <laughs> Get back from me, demon. <laughs> like she's scared of him. <laughs> but then but then Bez and Be- Bez and Kojak eventually become like best friends. And she's like, you can be my familiar. <laughs> <laughs> but wait, wait, wait. Sorry. Like, so wait, they must have thought that Queen Azzy was pregnant or something because Bez keeps talking about like how Makeda looks like she would be Al Horadazi, which is the royal family. Oh, right. and she has the birthmark right. and she's like, you're much shorter than I expected of Al Horadazi's stock and lacking an obvious menace. You're about as intimidating as a sea snail. Yeah, and then she calls her a sea snail That's her throughout nickname. the rest of the book and it's so cute. But then at one point she's like, it was a mistranslation. I meant sea slug. <laughs> I looked up sea slugs and they actually are very cute and very Aww. pretty. Like Probably just sea snails. Yeah. No, but, like, sea slugs are very, like, they're, like, bright and colorful a lot of the time. And, like, they look really cool. But we we are in Bez's perspective. And she's, like, reflecting on Makeda and how, like, I don't know, like, naturally violent she is towards Bez. <laughs> and, like, Bez is, like, if we were in the past, Makeda definitely would have run me through. And then she's, like, am I attracted to this? <laughs> like, she's, like, knife play was never my thing before. She's but. like, but I could be convinced. <laughs> like, interesting. <laughs> oh my gosh. So yeah, like we said, Makeda has the royal family birthmark, which is like some birthmark on her neck. She also has like a fish scale ring, which is like the Abaranian like island which is ring. Never explained. I think it's just like like he could have actually been from Abarania. You know what I mean? Her like biological so. grandfather, he could just be some like commoner from Abarania who was yeah. like, Yeah, I'm a lost prince. Yeah. You know, like that's yeah. probably you know. Um, I would totally do that. It's like how sometimes like I tell people that I'm like the lost heir to like the Montenegrin throne and they're like, not the lost heir, but I'm like, yeah, I'm descended. Like if it still existed <laughs> and they believe me, it's a great way to get free drinks. <laughs> so Bez is like, I'm not leaving. Sorry. Like I'm not taking no for an answer. That is not in my skill set to <laughs> take no for an answer. <laughs> So Bez is like, she's like, she explains the whole situation. She's like, I want to bring you back. There's like an air contest. It turns out that it's all for tourism. She's like, you're not actually like going to be the queen of anything. Like you're just like, it's just for tourism, which is like, Mm -hmm. yeah, fair enough. Like I I understand like the Ministry Mm -hmm. of Tourism is running it. And then Bez is like, any questions? And Grandmore is like, are you a lesbian? Because you're hot and you should date my grandmother. <laughs> my grandmother. Yeah. And Kate is like, grandma. And Bez yeah, is like, I'm you. Pan. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> Looking out for you. Oh, another birthmark that Makeda allegedly has is the dimple of doom. I would just like that. Yes. Too. Like another yes. like hereditary treat. <laughs> <laughs> and Makeda's like, you can't believe my grandmother like – 
she has multiple emails so she can keep using free trials. Like you can't trust her. And I'm like, who doesn't, girl? Like, you can't, like, like you're she just sounds played. Great. Like that's fucking genius. Yeah. Make it, like you're in debt. You should take as many free what trials the other things as you she can. Does? Yeah, emails are free. Um, yeah. She like, oh, she tells people it's her birthday to get free meals like at restaurants. Yeah, you know, like yeah. she'll do that, which we did. Okay, when we were in Connecticut, we were getting dinner with my friend, so we went to Connecticut to see my friend in like a. a a show that she's in in there and we took her out to dinner afterward like but before her um evening show and when she went to the bathroom we told the waitress we were like oh it's it's her birthday like can we get like a little cake and candles and her birthday's in january so it wasn't her birthday but we were like oh like it's fun like we'll get her like a little cake and a lot of the times when you tell people it's the birthday they give it to you for free and <laughs> my other friend uh that was there he was like she is totally gonna just like yell it's not my birthday. Like she's totally the type oh of person to do that. And do you know what she did? She sat down. They brought out the cake and we started singing. And she was like, it's not my birthday. And then she made it. She's like, my birthday's in January. And I was like, be cool. Be cool oh, for like two God. seconds. Yeah. So the grandma's a scammer. Complimentary. Makeda's like, yeah, a scammer compliment. Well, I just feel like. There are very few situations in which scammer is like derogatory, in That's my opinion. Not just you've seen way fewer Netflix documentaries about like those men I know. who trick women into giving them tons of money. I don't consider them scammers. I just consider them like psychopaths. Like you don't get scammer unless you're a little just like fun and chaotic. In my for me, <laughs> for me personally, like, that sounds that's a how lot I like scammer. It sounds like a lot like mom using the word jerk as a euphemism I know, for domestic that's violence. <laughs> um. So Bez realizes that Makeda, like why she's so reluctant is that she was like bullied. Bez like she thinks she has this thought and I want to preface this by saying like she thinks this in a nice way but like when I tell you the quote it's going to sound mean but it's definitely like a nice because she's like not everyone was like Bez with an innate knowledge of her worth nay superiority as a human specimen (laughs) (laughs) it doesn't sound mean I just feel like it's like it sounds like really full of herself, but like oh, she's yeah, saying it, it and I'm like, oh well, not everybody has like the like self confidence that I do, and like so like yeah. Makeda was bullied and she has a lack of self confidence and I need to help her. And Makeda's like, do I look like a, a princess? And Bez, as she is taking off her shirt to reveal a white tank top underneath to also reveal her like Michelle Obama level of jacked arms. It's, it's gotta be more than Michelle Obama. Like, there, incre- no like she's Michelle so Obama fucking is, strong. Like, it's like cargo ship crew level. Like right. that's what Bez right. is. Yeah. Like, like Rebecca from Ted, Ted Lasso kind of arms. These are the kind of like very, very toned arms. She's wearing a white tank top. So like, okay, we're already, we set the scene for like arousal. And then she's like, no, you don't look like a princess. You look like a queen. <laughs> and then Bez, like, she gets, like, horny, but she's like, is this just the feeling of the blood oath that my ancestors made to <laughs> Makeda's ancestors, or am I aroused right now? Like, hard to tell. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, her brain fireflies kind of remind me of, like, my premonitions. Like, it's the same kind of thing. It's like, She's like, when it comes to Makeda Hicks, she wasn't sure what was driving her decisions. Instinct or a subliminal message being transmitted by the brain fireflies interfering with her main objective? Because I feel like the fireflies are kind of just like a feeling without an explanation of like what you should do next. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or like a thought to grab onto like without intuition. Like, like not just intuition, but like your brain is processing it, but not like putting it into like explanations yet. You know what I mean? Sure. Like it, they're all yeah. the reasons are there. You're just not like consciously processing them. Right. I get that a lot. 
So Bez is like, listen, listen, I'm totally like wink, wink, fingers crossed. I'm not going to pressure you. But why don't you just let me like hang out here? I'll do some repairs in exchange. You guys don't have any guests anyway. I'll do some repairs. I noticed there's a few shingles on the roof that need repairing. And Makeda's like, wait, when were you on the roof? <laughs> like, <laughs> we don't, we like, never... don't worry about it. Don't, don't worry about, about it. it. Don't, don't ask questions. <laughs> um, and the grandma's like, the grandma's like, of course. Makeda's like, no. And the grandma's like, well, like, were you planning to get it done? Like, we, you're going to really sink like. needs fixing. Like, are you yeah, going to do that? Right. No, and I didn't think Bez so. Bez is like, good, good. <laughs> and Makeda's like, what do you plan on kidnapping me? And Bez in her head is like, I considered it, but I did ultimately reject that path. Yeah, she's have like, more it was on the table briefly. <laughs> yes, it seemed reasonable at the time. Still might. <laughs> um, and we get so Bez's like romantic history is that she's like kind of a heartbreaker. Like she's had a lot of girlfriends, but like, and most of them like wanted to be more serious. But she was the one who always like you know wasn't prepared for that she's too she's too focused on like restoring her family honor she's like i don't have time for like that kind of shit right and she never really gets to learn that that like wasn't a good thing to focus on which is interesting well because she was right (laughs) she turned out she was right but it wasn't like probably good to like devote your whole life to that so because of that bez's dad has given her the four rules of romance (laughs) which i love so number one the first rule if something pisses her off do the opposite of that. Okay. Straightforward <laughs> enough. Two, if you piss her off, apologize. Three, <laughs> if she likes kissing, kiss her a lot. Four, when she talks, pay attention to the details. <laughs> Bez is like, well, I couldn't, can't, the, what's pissing Makeda off is like me being here and trying to get her into this princess shindig. I can't do the opposite of that, but I can't apologize. And, and I can also kiss her, maybe. <laughs> no, 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 don't think about no, that. No, no. That's against the contract, against the fine print. Um, <laughs> they haven't signed a contract yet. But, <laughs> and Bez is like, she's like, I'm sorry, like I can't, you know, leave. I don't leave jobs unfinished unless it's a job I don't feel like doing. And being annoying is yeah. a useful tool in getting people to do what you want. <laughs> I was like, yeah, yeah. you're right. And I think that's also a useful tool of making them not want to be around you. Yeah. And Bez is also like, she, she also has this philosophy. She's like, I don't lie unless it's for a job because it doesn't count if you're lying for a job. <laughs> but like, and like, it is funny when you hear that. And then you kind of find out the reason why like yeah. later and you're like, ooh, that's a coping mechanism right there. <laughs> it's a little bit more serious, but I just thought it was funny because she's constantly, she's like, Makeda's like, you lied to me. And Bez is like, not, it doesn't really count though. <laughs> and she's also, Bez starts doing like for Makeda, like what Makeda did to like all her ex-girlfriends where she's like, like offering to tuck her into bed and like offering to like do all these things for her. And Makeda's like, oh, I kind of get it now. I get why that was so annoying. I understand. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This makes sense. <laughs> yeah. And Makeda's like still in her like, I'm like a changed person and I'm no longer like a helper or whatever. She definitely is. <laughs> her grandma's like, you're the same person. You just don't smile anymore. <laughs> like that's the only difference. <laughs> she does finally tell Lindsay off and she's yes. like, I immediately feel the guilt, but also an unfamiliar pleasure. I put my foot down and apologized. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm sorry. And not apologized and hadn't apologized. And this is the part, the part after she's in the Lindsay is the part that you allegedly missed because this is when they go on the Ferris No, field. I re-listened to it. Oh, I did. Makeda, 
Like he does, yeah. Rachel like texted me. She's like, "Did they go on a Ferris wheel at some point?" They keep, they keep referencing this, it. and I was like, "It is like a two chapter long scene. Like, what do you mean? <laughs> Did they go on a Ferris wheel?" So yeah, Makeda tells off Lindsay, and then she like goes to relax on the Ferris wheel, and like as she she like gets into the car, and then like Bez like sp- like Tom Cruise Mission <laughs> Impossible like sprints up the ramp to like dive into the car after like in her, and Makeda's like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" He starts doing jumping jacks in the Ferris wheel. She's checking. Car. I interpreted that as like she's checking like how sturdy it is. Oh my god! Well, like because she, she's constantly like security, like whatever. And then Bez is like, she essentially they have this whole conversation, which I fucking adore this conversation. Like, thank you, Alyssa Cole, where she was like, Bez is like, you're hot. Makeda's like, no, I'm not. Like, tucks a strand of hair behind her ear, <laughs> and Bez is like, wow. The American movies are right. Beautiful women do sit around pretending that they're not beautiful. <laughs> do you also trip over things and eat pints of ice cream too? It's <laughs> like, oh my God. And then Bez is like, so how many people do you think have had sex in here? Like, it'd be pretty hard, right? But like, it's it's had it with like, you know, it's got to be a challenge. And then that just like keeps coming back up. And Makeda's like, I don't fucking know, but like, stop talking about it because I'm like angry that I'm <laughs> attracted to you. <laughs> and Bez is like, I can't remember what this is like in re- in relation to, but she's like, I don't know. She's like, you're annoying or something. And Bez is like, you'll become accustomed to it, like a sea snail in climate change warmed seas. <laughs> <laughs> so later, um, Bez. And Grandmore are making pizza and Bez is like tossing the dough like a hot little pizza making lady and she has her shirt sleeves rolled up mm-hmm. and Makeda's like, oh my fuck, look at those forearms. Like, oh my God. And I just, I love that this is like a gender neutral thing. This is being established as a gender neutral thing in romance. Like shirt sleeves rolled up of dress shirt, hot, no matter that who's doing it. That is something though that I kind of picked. It just felt like a lot of, I don't know. But I don't know how fair this is because I don't know like how common it just a lot. Sometimes I just got the vibe that like Bez was like almost like a man like hero, but just like written like she was Mm. just like a woman. But like but the things about her and like, you know, and and despite the fact that this is a lesbian romance, we still could not get away from the lesbian. Bez is not. Sorry. A a woman, woman, a sapphic woman, women and women, women, two women. We still could not get away from the whole like the huge height difference. Like that was just like hammered in. Like Makeda is really small and Bez is really big. Like and Bez is so strong and muscly and like what? Like I don't know. Maybe that's like just as common. I see but- what you mean. I see what you mean. But I also think that like I don't know. I think like I think you're allowed to write. Sure, sure. You know what I mean? Just because that's like a common trope with like head romance. Like, like I understand like the whole like, okay, well, would this be the same if Bez were a man? But like I don't necessarily think that's okay. It would be, but like I don't think it would be necessarily the same. No, I don't like everything about her. Like I I definitely like she definitely felt like a woman, but like I just feel like the little things were still thrown in. Which maybe is just like a nod to the genre. I don't know. But I think it was like, well, yeah, because at one point, at one point, Bez is wearing a tight Henley and gray sweatpants. <laughs> and I was like, Alyssa Cole, I see I what you've see done what you here. Did <laughs> and so I was there. That was a thought that I occasionally had where I was like, oh, this seems like Bez <laughs> is having like a lot of these sort of like typical romance hero attributes. But I, mm. I felt like in, in, in my in my mind, it was more of like, OK, this is like a reclaiming like that. This doesn't have mm-hmm. to just be like the grumpy heroes that have yeah. these like 
women like sapphic romance can sure. help us as well yeah we have this like little domestic pizza making scene and kate is like i always like tried to integrate my girlfriends into my life with Grandmore, but like all of them were so frustrated that we wanted to spend so much that I wanted to spend so much time with her. And we learned that Makeda hasn't been home in five years, despite the fact that she's also really close with her grandmother and family. Um, and so it was like a nice little like they have similar values and like they would, you know, mm-hmm. mesh well. Um, and we I just thought this was funny. So Makeda, like I guess post Ferris wheel pre dinner, decided to go check out the local casinos, which there are many of in Atlantic City. <laughs> but <laughs> she's like, yeah. I was. They tried. Oh, no, I was chased. Bez. Bez did. Yeah, Bez. Bez. Sorry, Bez. She's like, I was chased off the premises because they tried to accuse me of breaking the arm off the slot machine. I told them it wasn't my fault that they used a machine that relied on a button but still had an arm. Like ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> She's just like Yankees break the like entire. She just ripped it off. <laughs> she doesn't know her own strength. <laughs> Okay, it's like I just picture her like r- like warding them off with a like broken arm, like running backwards through the casino. <laughs> oh my god! Um, so then Makeda's mom calls and she's like, "Hey, like, what about that air search?" And it just like fully tips Makeda over the edge. Mm-hmm. And so Makeda like angrily goes up to tell Bez to leave. She's like ready to just be like, "Fuck this!" Like leave. But then so Bez wears like glasses, like round, like glasses all the time and they're constantly smudged because she's constantly pushing them up like on the glass with her finger mm-hmm. and then like Makeda goes up like grabs her glasses furiously cleans them and like puts them back on she was like fine yeah which is funny because well she does later realize like maybe I shouldn't have done that but I just remember hearing a secondhand this is like a third hand story one of my friends telling me about like Maybe it was like, yeah, secondhand. She was meeting her other friend's boyfriend for the first time and they were at dinner. And he in the middle of dinner looks at her and goes like, oh, your glasses are smudgy. You should clean them. And she was like, that was like the rudest thing anyone's ever said to me. Like, I can't believe he would do that. She was like, yeah, I liked him up until that point. But now I'm like, you're not a good fit for, you know, like. Yeah, so I get I, that. Well, I, think not, it's- I don't get that. But it's interesting because I don't know. I wonder what well, other they were at. Wait, were they at a dinner by themselves or like? It was like it was like my friend, or like with the a, friend and the boyfriend, like and like another person, like with people. I feel like it's the same thing as like, but no, you're, I mean, you're, I don't know. Like I just feel like like telling yeah, you your partner something told. like that in front of other people instead of being like, hey, there's a smudge on your glasses. Want me to get that for you? You know no, what no, I mean? He like, told the friend. He told like my friend, not his girlfriend. Like that he was oh. just meeting. Oh no, that's a dick move. <laughs> what? Don't tell someone you just met. Like that, I feel like that's the same thing as walking to yeah. someone you just met and be like, "Oh, that haircut doesn't look good on you." Like yeah, I what? Guess so. Yeah, I, I guess. just why are you insulting someone you just like? It would be bad enough if it was his girlfriend. Like and he was doing it in front of her friends. Like just mm-hmm. don't. Like don't. Well, also like you wouldn't ever need to be told that your glasses are smudgy. Like there's no situation yeah. in which you wouldn't. You literally are looking through. Like right. It's like oh, clearly I don't care. So like why do you care? Yeah. Because it's like I don't clean them very often because there's a tiny bit of magic in the moment that my glasses go from dirty to clean, which is true. But however, I would rather just have magically clean glasses all the time. Yeah. (laughs) She's like, I never thought dirty glasses talk was my kink before. Oh, my God. (laughs) So so Makeda, like, you know, some madness comes over her and she decides to go in for a kiss. But she manages to, like, clink her – like, cut her lip on Makeda's teeth – on Bez's teeth somehow. Like, and then, like, somehow Bez finds out about that, like, Makeda was, like – well, she knew that she was teased, but she's basically like, oh, do you want me to, like, track them down, like, track down your bullies and, like – She's like, what's their names? Make oh, they them, went to yeah. that school? 
Oh, I can find them. Like, <laughs> it's like, don't beat people up for what they did in middle school. And Bess is like, why Why not? You're still thinking about it. Why shouldn't they? Why, why shouldn't, shouldn't they, they be in pain if it's still causing yeah. you pain? <laughs> I'm like, fair point. Fair <laughs> enough. I mean. Nikita's like, good night. Hopefully you'll be gone in the morning, which is very like, good night, Wesley. I'll most likely kill you in the kill morning. In the morning. <laughs> Princess Bride. You're yeah. Um, But she gets back to her door. Makeda goes back to her room. And what is on the handle? Bez is like, I won you something. I left it for you. And it's a little scrunchie with a plush snail on it. She like left it at the door for her like a puppy. Like she's like, <laughs> like a puppy bringing socks. Bringing you like a, yeah, like a You're going like to retrieve her collecting yeah. socks. So. I love so that. Cute. Yeah. The next day, Bez is fixing the sink and then her shirts get wet. And Makeda's like, oh, fuck. Like. God damn it, the wet t-shirt. And then she like goes to get her like a B&B like, you know, Josh yeah, like, shirt. Yeah. And then Bez puts it on and then rips off the sleeves to oh make room God. for her biceps. And I was like, I'm aroused now. Like, oh, what the fuck? That was the hottest thing I've ever read. <laughs> Can I just say that? So while fixing the sink, Bez is like, this is not fun. Like, it sounds like on American TV shows. They lied to me. But she's also <laughs> listening to Aberanian house music on headphones while yeah. doing that. And I just would like to hear some Aberanian house music. I'm very intrigued. Yeah, is it just like, mm, sounds, mm, I don't know. Like, I was probably just like, maybe, I mean, it's unclear if there's a language, Aberanian language. So I don't know. But I, I would imagine it. it sounds like some combination of like Greek house music and like Egyptian house music because it's somewhere in that area world mm. fair enough but i actually could not tell you what either of those sounds like i don't yeah i don't know <laughs> yeah it's house music i'm not music, i oddly it? enough i'm not familiar with house music i'm not intimately <laughs> familiar with the intricacies of it yeah mccada gets the call about getting her job back and getting a double promotion um and she's like okay great like i'm not gonna have to do the princess thing oh and about the princess thing there's like a prize like if you get selected like if you're the princess it turns out you're the princess you get like a there's like a prize money thing. Yeah, Makeda's like, oh, I can just pay off the debt that I have because I co-signed my ex-girlfriend's loan with my new job, but then the bill collectors come. And because Makeda is also like a part owner in the BNB, the bill collectors are like, we're going to repossess the BNB to like pay off this like loan, other loan. And so she's like, fuck, like I have to go to Alberania now. And then Bez is like, I have a side hustle called Damsel in Distressed Rescue <laughs> Services, LLC. Oh, my God. And then it's basically she's like, I, like, help women in trouble, I guess. <laughs> and then Makeda, like, accepts the Damsel in Distressed Rescue Services, LLC deal. And Bez is like, I've realized that I've been playing my cards wrong this whole time. Like, I've been playing up the parts of this that most normal people would like, like the getting money and, like, being famous and getting to dress up. But that's also something Kata hates. So just so you know, even a ceremonial monarchy requires constant work without much recognition. You'll be exhausted and miserable if that makes it easier for you to give it a shot. <laughs> like, just so you like, know. Yeah, it kind of does. It kind of <laughs> does make it better for me. And then, but Makeda's like, she's mostly worried about just like she was as a kid of like people laughing at her. And she's like, people are going to look at me and they're going to be like, no way she could be a princess. And Bez is like, no one will laugh at you. And Makeda's like, you can't guarantee that. And then Bez pulls out a goddamn knife. Oh my God. <laughs> she's like, yes, I can. <laughs> I was like, 
What do you mean, Bez, you weren't into knife play? Like, you are definitely, like, there's definitely some knife play involved in there. Like, 100%. I would like, Alyssa Cole, I would like a bonus knife play scene <laughs> somehow, please. So, Bez has arranged um, standby transportation <laughs> for them. Um, she's also somehow, through some shady way, managed to get Makeda a passport. Makeda, like, questions this. And Bez is like, what do you think monarchy stands in line waiting for a passport? If something needs arranging, I will arrange it. Don't worry. But I'm like, I don't think there's any legal way to get – I don't know. Don't you, you can get a last-minute passport if you pay a lot of money. Right. I remember but- I was going on a vacation with a, a friend and her passport expired. Like, I understand that. But can you get a last-minute passport for someone else who's not, like, your child or I mean, all you got to do is submit the information. I guess so. And get a picture. Yeah. But, like, I'm, you think Bez doesn't have a whole dossier? <laughs> I'm just picturing that Makeda is, like, a very heavy sleeper. And Bez just, like, sneaks in one night and, like, Holds opens her, her eyelids. eyelids. open. Click. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, Kojak is, like on the lookout for like Grandmore outside because like he's Bez's partner in crime. They have to take a boat, which is an excellent way to do forced proximity and fall in love because like why fly there and only have eight hours of forced proximity when you could make them go on a boat for two weeks? <laughs> and that's what they do. And and they have to, friends, it's not just forced proximity. They have to pretend to be married. Because spouses ride for free, so they're going on a cargo boat. It's not just, it's not like a cruise ship. They're going on a cargo ship, but it's basically a cruise ship. Yeah, it's a just really fucking less nice people. cargo ship. Yeah, which maybe all cargo ships are like that. I wouldn't know that. I wouldn't know. No, this one is specifically like they're like yeah the the person who owns this like cares about the workers and like they made it like nice. Mm-hmm. Bez is like doing like running security or whatever for the cargo ship to like work her way across and spouses get to go for free so they're pretending it's their honeymoon <laughs> and not but 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 not only is it forced proximity not only is it fake marriage but it is also only one bed <laughs> because they give them like the quote-unquote honeymoon suite and they're like and beds gives this whole impassioned speech about how that. it's stupid it that married stupid. couples have to share a bed and i was like yes 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 she's famous. like i like to be on my own like i like to sleep on the own and if and if i'm sleeping with someone else i want it to be because they want to be there and like we're like having some fun like like i like to starfish out she's like how bizarre to force yourself to sleep next to someone Every night, just because you love them. Like, <laughs> it's true. Yeah, I was very on board with this. Um, but I'm specifically on board with like separate beds, separate rooms. The separate oh, yeah. rooms is what's important because I just feel like it oh. really isn't as effective if you have separate beds in the same room. Mm, I disagree. Like, I, it makes a difference. But for me, like, the one of the main benefits of separate beds is not having to, like, worry about, like, when one of you is going to bed or, like, getting up yeah. or, like, making noises or, like, if one of you snores, yeah. like. No, I would say 80% of the work is done by the separate beds, 20%. But, like, because, yeah, because if someone's coming to bed, like, I feel like the weight, like, the moving of the mattress, you know what I mean, is, like, the yeah. primary thing. Sure, the noise, too. But, like, it's, yeah. I don't know. But it's like you have to fumble around in the dark. Like sure, if sure. one of you goes to bed later and then the other one gets up earlier, like you both have to fumble around in the dark half the time mm-hmm. or be an asshole and turn on the light. Like either way, not good. Um, 
but yes, I was very, I was like on board. I love only one bed, but I'm on board with the two beds, as I've said, <laughs> ad nauseum now. There's also a suspicious man on the boat named AK. He's like the steward and he's from the kingdom of Druk, which is not, to my knowledge, one of the other royal se- books by Alyssa Cole. I tried to hunt down whether he gets his own book. Mm-hmm. Maybe he gets like, maybe there's going to be a third book in this series. Well, that's going to be his book because he's like set up to mm-hmm. get a story. And so far, to my knowledge, Alyssa Cole hasn't written it. But yeah, you learn. Should we just say? Yeah. So the whole time, like, Bez is like, you look really fucking familiar. And he's like, I'm a <laughs> Southeast Asian man traveling in the West. A lot of people think – he tries to, like, play it off as, like, you're just, like, vaguely racist. racist? Yeah. And Bez is like, I'm fucking on to you. And it turns out it's because <laughs> of her time at royalmatch.com. <laughs> he's, like, the heir to the kingdom of Druk. But he's been, like, neglecting his duties and making his sister do all the work for, like, years. Yeah, he's like been traveling around to find himself, TM. We also get some sort of setup. He like implies that like he was in love, but like he lost her because he was like dumb. So I was like, oh, is his story going to be a second chance? Maybe. I don't know because again, (laughs) it hasn't been written. Um, But yeah, he's like set up. That's like revealed like at the end. But it's not like, oh my God, he's the Prince of Druk. It's just like, okay, he's also secret royalty. Great. But at the beginning, I was like, is he going to be a villain? Like, I thought he was going to be, like, suspicious yeah, in some he, way. But he's, like, not. Right. He's just, like, very chill. Makeda is, like, still pretty pissed. Bez, like, is, like, shocked that she feels guilty about it. She's like, I feel like a dinghy being tossed in the waves of someone else's emotions. Right. Because like, Makeda, for yeah. the first time in her life, demands an apology from someone. She's right. like, you, like, made me think we were going to travel on, like, a plane. Like, you made me, you're making me lie about this fake marriage thing. Like, I don't like it. You owe me an apology. And right. Bez is like, you owe me an ap- Like, you should apologize to me because, like, I did all this stuff. But, like, you don't even care. And Makeda is like, oh, she doesn't take my feelings seriously. Like, mm-hmm. I thought she did, but, like, she doesn't. And mm-hmm. Bez is, like, realizes that she broke rule number two. Yeah. <laughs> and later apologizes. She's like, oh, I made her upset. I need to do the opposite. Yes. I understand. She asked me to apologize. Now I will apologize. Well, no, no. One of the rules is apo- if you piss her off, apologize. Yeah. But, yeah, Makeda is basically, like, she's, like, I – don't like that I have to lie to like all these people. But like if we're going to lie, we're, we're going to do it right. So like basically we're going to pretend to be fake married. Like we're going to mm-hmm. be like married this entire time. Like we're never going to let up the act. And I was like, excellent. I love when like for romance reasons, they're like, yes, we must fully commit to this act because it just leaves more opportunity for angst. However, they're not sleeping on the same bed. Like Bez is sleeping on the couch, unfortunately. And I also like... That every time Makeda shows a personality trait, Bez is like, is this a reflection of her royal heritage? Is this yes. the famous, like, temper? Is this the famous, like, all these things? And I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> Ma'am, you're trying to put, a, like, a square peg into a round hole. The innate leadership of the Al Horadazi line. <laughs> so they're like, you know, they make friends with the crew. Um, they meet everyone. We find out this is, like, a very egalitarian ship where, like, you know, as we said before, like, everyone needs to be happy. Yeah, and how like people shouldn't get special treatment just because they have like a different title. Like like how they're mm-hmm. like, yes, we like maintain the hierarchy because you need to do that in order to like be safe and run effectively. But like everyone is still like treated with respect. And mm-hmm. I was like, this seems like very anti-monarchist for like a monarch <laughs> book. Like, do I set some revolution here? Well, that's basically Bez's whole thing is like taking it down from the inside while simultaneously being like, we need to find the hair. 
for tourism. Um, she needs the air for tourism um, yeah, and to for avenge tour- her family honor. That's the primary thing. So Bakeda's like, you know, chattering away, like pretending she's not angry. But then the next morning she is like she is sort of like snippy and Bez is like, I forgot you are a grumpy lobster in the morning. And Bakeda's like, don't you mean crab? And Bez is like, now crabs are generally good natured creatures. <laughs> Lobsters can be quite temperamental. <laughs> ask how she knows so much about crap <laughs> this youtube series of this man who bought who bought a lobster from the grocery store and just like keeps it as a pet like at one point he's like i think he could leon could use some friends leon the lobster so he gets him some fish like little fish but the fish like bully leon and like <laughs> he's like the cat when the dog was here he like who won't come out of his shell so then he Aww. moves the fish to their own tank i don't know i wonder how leon's doing i don't know i hope he's doing how long do lobsters live long time like 15 20 years are they no no uh, uh, excuse me they can live up to more than 100 years their average lifespan is 45 to 50 years what the f- leon we, we eat them and wow. we eat them and like and, and poor leon like because he came from a grocery store so his claws were tied up so he <gasps> had to basically do physical therapy to like get his claw strength back like when he took it off there was like marks from where the rubber bands were and it took him like weeks of like practice with the claw like he would like put like a claw in there for him to like grab onto yeah, to Aww. get to be able to like open. I know it's horrible. I and mean, we, we have no idea how long he was in there. Like, they can be obviously, you know. And like, this man is very much not the kind that I would expect. Like, I think he has like a southern accent. He's very much like the kind that I would expect to be like, I'm going to go down and like fish for some lobster. But instead, he's like, here's Leon the lobster, my friend. Like, mm-hmm. when I saw, I saw this video of this man who is also like, he was like a like deep, like southern man. And he like, he he like i guess saw a stray kitten on the road so he like pulled over to rescue it and then he's like i thought there was only one but there are more coming out of the bushes and then it's just like a minute of him being like oh my god oh my god oh my god oh my god nine of them right (laughs) yeah i think they just all come and they're like snippy they're like all like they love him he like puts (laughs) them in the back of his truck like car and he's like Uh, now i I have have nine kittens (laughs) and one point makeda is like like they're talking about their agreement and Makeda like is basically says that she like reads the fine print and I was like oh my god she reads the fine print and Bez reads the fine print which means they're soulmates yes. incredible like what a way to show us yes. that they're soulmates well they're also soulmates in like like Bez is not a people pleaser but her whole thing is like at one point she's like my grandma was always telling me that I don't need to fix problems that no one asked me to fix and yet I can't mm-hmm. stop myself. And that's exactly – I was like, that could so easily be about Makeda. Same goal, different methods. And Bez is also at one point they're, – they're like getting a tour of the ship and like Makeda's learning ship safety protocols or whatever. And Bez is like, don't fall off the ship because I will be literally so annoyed when I have to jump in after you. It's going to be <laughs> like so fucking annoying. Don't do that. <laughs> yeah, she's like, no one will hear you scream over the motor and they'll probably not even see you. But I was like, why would no one – like – I, and we find out there's like only like 10 people on the ship, so it makes sense. But like generally, I don't understand why no one would notice you fall off. Like how often? I've never been on a cruise ship, but like I can't imagine that you're alone that often. I get Titanic would say otherwise, I guess. But like – I, I mean, know. it just depends where you are and when. Mm-hmm. So Makeda's like kind of bored and she decides to um, – she stumbles upon the library and she's like, these books are totally out of order. Let me stack and alphabetize them. And she spends the next like three days doing that. Um, until AK walks in one day and he's like, what are you doing? And she's like, I was organizing these disorganized books. And he's like, actually, those books are in my personal order that I spent the past three years doing. Oh, she's like, which, oh. yeah. Is kind of, so yeah, she's like, whoops, like I shouldn't have. 
done that. But I'm also like, yeah, it's your personal order, but is this your personal library? Like, it doesn't seem like a, a system that anyone else it would really to be, be able to easily use. It is his ship, but like, if he wants other it people is, to it's use in the his library. Office. It's not like the library, it's his office. Oh, she snuck into it's his like office. the records. <laughs> oh. It's like the records next, like the record room next to his office. Oh, okay. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> Bez calls her dad and finds out that, like, so they can't really call people. They don't have service, obviously, because, like, they're in the mm-hmm. middle of the fucking ocean. So they have, like, every few days, like, a satellite phone call allotment time. And Bez, like, calls her dad and finds out that Higginshagen moved up the date of the announcement. So, like, now they're literally going to arrive on the day of the announcement. So it's like, oh, no, there's, like, the timeline. There's more pressure. There's more tension. And also, like, Higginshagen has been harassing her grandma. <laughs> and yeah. she's like why are you talking to my grandma and Higginshagen like isn't picking up her calls and every time she tries to call the world federation of monarchists they like hang up on her or like mm-hmm. all this shit and she's like something shady is going on mm-hmm. but i'm also wondering like why doesn't bez just call the minister of tourism right i like, just feel like is- she's definitely like would have their contact yeah it feels like yeah, because I guess the World Federation of Monarchists is, like, running this. And, like, she doesn't – at this point, she just, like, cannot – she's like, I have found the correct heir. I cannot conceptualize that they would not be most interested in only finding the correct heir that they could have any other yeah. possible motive besides my motive. <laughs> yeah. But also she's, like – like, the Minister of Tourism keeps trying to con- – she's contacting her, her grandmother to try to, like, get her grandmother to, like, do an interview about the time she lost the queen and, like – so I was like, that we definitely have the Minister of Tour- Tourism's contact information. And I think you should be exploring that option. Mm-hmm. But they don't. Yeah, she doesn't. And so she's like, basically this whole ship ride, she struggles with like guilt over not telling Makeda the full truth that like no one actually knows she's coming. Which just like, oh, this that's like the worst feeling when like someone like convinces you and basically strong, arm- strong arms you into doing something. And then it turns out that like by like saying it's like necessary or something. And then it like turns out, I don't know how to describe it, but I feel like I've been in this situation. Like, you know what I mean? Like, convinces you to do it because you're, like, absolutely essential. And it turns out that, like, you really no one even knew. Like, it was totally unnecessary. Like, that's how this feels. And her dad's like, why don't you just – why are you on this fucking cargo ship? Like, you know we can afford it. Why don't you just ask us to pay for the flight? And Kate or Bez is like, uh, that quite literally never occurred to me. <laughs> like, the dad's like <laughs> – <laughs> oh man <laughs> yeah Bez just keeps thinking like I don't know why Makeda is so like distant to me but nice to everyone else even though I've known her the longest like I've known her the longest <laughs> I've known <laughs> her for a like- whole week <laughs> yeah <laughs> and then so Makeda's like been trying to wrangle the truth out of Bez this whole time she's like you're not telling me something I know it and she's like Bez reminded Makeda of Kojak the cat when he wanted pets but then appeared shocked and angry when he shot them <laughs> So the next big thing that happens is there's a storm of Bruin and she's like all ready to hunker down. She's like, I hope Bez comes home tonight. I don't want to be by myself. And Bez walks in. She's like visibly shaken. And Makeda's like – She's like okay. basically having a panic attack. Yeah. And my, she's like, my instinct is to help and figure it out. But I can tell that's not what Bez needs right now. Like she – it would hurt her like – I don't know. Like she just needs to deal with it in her own way. And Bez finally explains. She's like, I was on duty right now and I thought I saw a body in the water um, but there wasn't a body, but it's because I was having like a flashback to the time when I was. I fr- it, w- it wasn't when she was so, in the. 
Yeah, so basically what it was, so Bez was like, she first she was like in the military and mm-hmm. she like signed up for the military for the ideals. And basically she was like, when I was in the military, I think she was like, I assume like whatever the Navy, she was like in the Navy or whatever. Mm-hmm. She was on boats. Um, and she was like, because we were in the Med- Mediterranean, we would see refugees all the time. And mm-hmm. we were we always told to like, them, don't, yeah. like we weren't allowed to help them. And then she was like, after I got out of the mil- military, I went into like maritime security. And then like, Every time we weren't allowed to help the refugees either because we were told like, oh, the military will handle it. And she was like, well, I know the military doesn't handle it. And so, yeah, one night there's like another storm and she sees refugees. And they're both like capsizing and she's told to not go help them. But she like she waits a little bit but then steals a lifeboat and is like halfway paddling to them before she like thinks about what she's doing. And she rescues most of the people. But she's like, I I saved most of them instead of all of them because I waited and like obey these stupid rules and like i did get in a lot of trouble for that but like you know she gets fired or whatever right and she's like obviously like i don't regret it but yeah and she was like but like i still feel really guilty obviously because she's like there were so many people that i didn't save because i and i like Mm -hmm. justified it by being like oh i was just following orders and like Mm -hmm. it was really and that's like her whole thing why she's like lying on the job doesn't count you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Cause she's like, it's the only way like I can live with myself to be like, oh, right. if you're doing your job, like the bad things that you do don't count mm-hmm. because like otherwise like it would be even worse for her. So Makeda like obviously has the urge to comfort, but she resisted. Basically emotional intimacy leads to sex mm-hmm. as usual. Uh-huh. But somehow while, while, while simultaneously though, like holding yourself in place from like 50 foot waves, just like <laughs> whatever. It's excellent. They finally share the goddamn bed and Bez says – she says the storm is loud if you want me to hear you you're going to have to scream and i was like oh i love storm related sexy talk (laughs) it's almost as good as what was it smudgy glasses (laughs) they get a honeymoon party oh yeah they get a honeymoon party so the crew throws i just thought that was cute cute it's not really like nothing really happened but they also have like a scene where bez is like i need to own up to you Makeda's like, don't tell me. This was such a perfect night with the honeymoon party. And Bed's like, no, I need to tell you. Like, no one knows we're coming. I'm sorry. And when that doesn't immediately fix all the problems, Bez is like, interesting. I have learned that communication does not solve all the problems. Interesting. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So they show up to Avarania and Bez's whole family is waiting for them because someone snitched. I can't remember who. Like someone on someone the crew, like, like just them. one of the crew members were yeah. like, Yeah, like they're married, like she's married. So mm-hmm. they're like, Oh my god, we want to meet your wife. So everybody thinks they're <laughs> married. Makeda's mom is also there. Oh so Makeda's like upset about it. But like basically everyone is like, Yeah, you got married on the high seas because like it's a thing, mm-hmm. like I guess captains like have the power to like wed you or whatever. <laughs> and so we like meet her family, and Makeda's like, I can immediately I look into their eyes and I can tell that her parents are both chaos agents. So obviously there's no chance for Bez. Like she was always gonna come out. Like yeah. She was like just she combined. It was like two chaos agents for combined to make that. <laughs> and she has a, she has some siblings, most notably the twins Fabrizio and Fabrizia, which excellent. It's chaotic in the worst way. It's chaotic in but like the it child works abuse in a book. Way. You know what I mean? Like in real they, life, if I met two twins named Fabrizio and Fabrizia, I'd be like, "Why did you do this?" In a book, it's fabulous and hilarious. Like. And then Bez tells, like, Makeda and her mom were talking. Her mom obviously still stucks. And Bez tells Makeda's mom off. And she's like, you're not here for, like, Makeda. Like, you don't actually care about her. Like, maybe you should care mm-hmm. about her instead of this princess thing. And these scenes are my catnip. Like, I <laughs> – like, 
a significant other telling parents off like <laughs> it, it's even better frankly than like actual like child telling like their shitty parent <laughs> off like significant other telling it's just like I love it. Like that's that's the modern day like knight rescues princess from tower shit that I want. Like I I yes, perfect. No notes. <laughs> Fair enough. Also, I forgot if we mentioned that Bez has been fired from her job. Like they're like you have a history yes. of an untoward behavior and pathological lying. And I was <laughs> like, "You know what? Before this book, I could not have seen a way to make a character who when you look back at it, she is a the cold hard facts spell out pathological liar." <laughs> But somehow I'm rooting for her. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Oh, yeah. Makeda also confesses. She's basically – she's like, yeah, I was going to, like, betray you, basically. I was going to double-cross you. Like, my intention was to, like, disprove this whole princess thing. And Bez Mm -hmm. was like, all right, we're going to have a way to, like, I'm going to help you. Like, we're going to both get us what we want. So they go to the royal ball, the quote-unquote royal ball. First they go to the DNA lab. Like, I know. I just yeah, don't. Okay, I just okay, think fine, it was fine, like fine, useless. They fine, submit the DNA fine. sample. That's how you. Well, prove. this but this whole time I was like, because it was always implied that they were just gonna like choose the air based on like an application process, and I was like, why don't they do DNA testing? But then I was like, there must be because there's no one to DNA test against. But then there DNA is. testing at a late stage is mentioned. It's still not explained who is DNA yeah. they're testing against because if she had she had other relatives, presumably they would be the fucking well, they heirs. Like the the like corpses i mean that sounds like no really they like, don't oh his corpse yeah that's true like it's how yeah, they yeah. you know how they found like yeah. richard third's body under a parking yeah, lot yeah, and they yeah, figured yeah. out it was mm-hmm. richard the third because they like dna tested him sure. to the or whatever like but but then i just don't understand why dna wasn't like why they were ever just gonna do a fucking like like college application process it's so fucking stupid. i don't know that was very vague i don't know whether that was ever like very explicitly laid out that yeah. that's how I was going to do or whether like that was just the assumption we had. Mm-hmm. Anyway, they go to the Royal Ball and it's like super lame and like cheap. Like it was like – they're like, wow, this is like super lame. But like whatever, we look hot. And, <laughs> and, then, and then we have the reverse scene of like call out like mm-hmm. like where Makeda calls out Bez's grandma and which mm-hmm. is a little less justified because Bez's grandma doesn't necessarily like suck they have like yeah. a very like like bantery they relationship like joke, where they yeah. like make fun of each other but like Makeda doesn't realize that so Makeda's also like hey be nice to her she's excellent mm-hmm. and like Bez's grandmother is like oh I like her oh she's a good one like good one also again they all still think they're married this has not been cleared up like despite the fact they're no longer on the boat none of the boat people are there they have not cleared up that they're not married no and they never will frankly like it seems like they're just gonna continue no like it seems like they're just gonna I don't know like secretly elope to Scotland at one point just to like make it legal and then like but yeah they're never gonna tell anyone yeah they're not sorry there's sirens wait just a second Oh my god, the other day this couple was having a very loud fight for like an hour out on the street below and I was just like nose pressed up again. Like, oh, what's going on? But I was also like one hand like on my phone like ready to call the cops if it oh turned violent cuz they were like they, it was very definitely very like explosive the oh argument but like they didn't touch each other but there was like some like you know oh I was like gosh. this could get physical. Anyway, so they announce the air. They're like here is the result of the DNA test. I just took a DNA test. Turns out, hundred percent that bitch. That's princess. This movie, I'm hundred percent that princess. Princess, (laughs) that queen. Crazy. (laughs) (laughs) Um. Okay. 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 So, they announce the results, and they're like, they call Makeda's name, and Makeda and Bez are like, uh. 
that's not possible because we gave them Bez's DNA sample so that <laughs> – like, it would seem like Makeda, like, wasn't actually the heir. Yeah. And so Bez is like, oh, I'm the fucking queen? <laughs> so Lord Higginshoggins gets up and he's like, these people are fucking liars. <laughs> like, it's so fake. I'm the heir because everyone knows that Queen Aziz went to Higginshoggins. And I predicted this, like, halfway through. I was like, wait. As soon as he stopped answering the calls, I was like, so wait. Somehow Higginshoggins is, like, angling for this for this show. Oh, I didn't see this coming at all. <laughs> oh, I wrote it. Yeah, I wrote it I down. Like, I honestly, I didn't write Higginshoggins' name down until almost the very <laughs> end because I assumed he was just like a funny, like a comedic oh, relief no, side no. character. So I didn't realize he was going to be like a villain. Mid-villain rant, he just like gives a cry of pain and collapses <laughs> because Grandma Henergetta is behind him and Bez is like, did you fucking stab him? And she's like, she's not worried that she murdered someone. She's like, I'm just worried she murdered someone on camera because this is televised. <laughs> and Henergetta's like, no, no, I just incapacitated him. I never taught you that move for a reason. Yeah, like, she's like, reason? she essentially did like the Vulcan neck pinch or something where you <laughs> yeah. just like hit the right nerve and like the person goes down. <laughs> well, the grandma never taught Bez it because she knows that Bez would be like too powerful if she had that in her arsenal. <laughs> or because she's she like, you're already lethal enough. Like, dead? oh my God. And so the grandma is like, she gets up and she's like, I fucking, this is my business. I kept it a secret. You guys, you twist my arm, but like actually, like, uh, you, you made Lord me. Lord Hagen was blackmailing me, me about right. this. And he would have, and he would have succeeded, succeeded away with you it. for you meddling kids. <laughs> she like wanted him to succeed. So she was like, basically, we, so something we didn't mention, but like it was a minor source of tension between Bez and Makeda is that like the guard and the, and like the royalty aren't supposed to like canoodle, you know, like they're not, it's like inappropriate. Fraternized. Yeah. Like fuck. Yeah. It's bad. And that's been a tradition for a long time. So when the grandma, like she, the grandma growing up, Penergetta, she was best friends with the previous king. I can't remember his name. Yeah. Um, and they were best friends. They were like in love, but. Because of RoyalMatch.com, he had to marry Queen Ozzy. And I guess Queen Ozzy was also Henergetta's friend. And they were, like, not a very good match. And they both knew it. Um, and But there was nothing they could really do about it. So then, like, during the war, the, like, vague war, which I'm – is I think – maybe it said World War II. I think maybe World War II because it is yeah, – like, they're, they're definitely old. So Queen Ozzy, I guess, like, evacuated. But the king was like, I have to stay and protect my kingdom. And that's when him and uh, Henergetta get it on, as it were. And he, like, had, like, one night of passion where, like, right. I wasn't the queen's – the king's guard and he wasn't the king. We were just two friends who loved each other. Yeah. Yeah, but then he dies. Tragedy. And, <laughs> and she's prego. And but then Queen, she confesses everything to Queen Ozzy, and Queen Ozzy is like, "This is fucking great. This means that I can go putz off to Australia and live my life, and there'll still be an heir." Like because I guess, I guess like the she's like, "I don't want to be fucking queen." Like right, like, I guess she would have had to rule otherwise. And you have the like biological heir, so mm-hmm. there you go. So this is great. But instead of telling anyone, Henrietta just keeps it a secret and doesn't because she's she basically is like, "I don't she's want ashamed. to like besmirch the king's memory right. by being like he like had basically right. had." fair like because everyone remembered him as like a war hero so i would rather the monarchy just disappear forever and everyone think that i killed the queen instead of just confessing like everyone was cool with it you could have had queen Z come up and be like that's what i'm saying like i'm totally chill with this i support it this is fucking great yeah it doesn't make sense i don't understand and who did they think 
Who did they think their actual grandfather was before this? The, was she just like, oh, I just – it was a sailor. Like, he was sailing through. Well, maybe the, like, she just never told him. Like, maybe her, like, eventual husband, like, did. Because I think they have more than – she had more than one kid. So it's, like, uh-huh. just Bez's dad that's, like, the uh-huh. the love child. So, like, maybe she just, like, married a man. You know what I mean? She was, like, six months pregnant and she, like, gets married to, like, some guy. And he's, like, I know it's not my kid. But, like, I'll raise my own. And they just never told them. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Because, yeah. like, I don't think it's ever implied that, like – it's ever stated that like Bez thinks that anyone besides her yeah, like, yeah, it's true. grandfather was her grandfather. Yeah. So it turns out that Bez's dad is the king and now Bez is a princess. And then Bez is like, hey, 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 <laughs> Makeda, Makeda, guess what? <laughs> Everyone thinks we're married. So what does that make you? <laughs> a princess. <laughs> ah, and we her never sister get clarity. Was a witch. Her sister was And it's possible that Makeda is also a princess like by birth. If assuming that Queen Azi had the ability to also pass it down, they, that wouldn't make them related. I thought about this a lot for a second. No, I was no, like, no, wait a related. second. No, no, no. <laughs> no, they wouldn't be related. But I, I would. Yeah. yeah, we never find out. Yeah. So Makeda's grandfather, like biological grandfather, could have been like Queen Azi's son. Like, son. Like we don't. No, because his story was that his mom was a queen who lost her memory and like just you know. So that's just like sounds like bullshit. Oh. Okay. So he probably just made it, yeah, but who knows? Anyway, he probably just made it up. So Makeda's like, oh, this is great. Like, we can pay off my debt and go back. And like, Bez is like, why don't I just like, why don't I just come with you? Like, and you know, we'll just hang out and live our lives in New Jersey. And like, Makeda's like, I can pay off my debt. And Bez is like, you returning with enough money to pay off the debt would have been nice. But it would be nicer if someone scared your ex Amber into remembering <laughs> her obligation. <laughs> Yeah, so basically Bez threatened Amber until, like, Amber agreed to, like, pay her loan herself, (laughs) which is amazing. Also, like, when Bez finds out, she goes up to her (laughs) grandmother, and she's like, so I'm descended from the the two most prestigious families on the island, (laughs) and my belief that I'm better than everyone is backed up with evidence? It's like incredible. Like she's she's gone through this whole journey and growth, but she's still like, I'm better than you. Don't ever get it twisted. Get ready. You're gonna be sick of me. You're gonna (laughs) be sick of me. Sick of me. That's what it is. Yeah. It's incredible. I love it. The self-confidence is is outstanding. Bez kissed her just to seal the deal. That's all she wrote. She being a listener. And then Kojak the cat. Parachuted out of the sky because to join the celebration here the whole time. Not really, because it wasn't obvious that that was a joke. (laughs) I wish, I wish there was an epilogue in which they were just like in bed cuddling and Kojak the cat was there. (laughs) That's what I would like. Yeah, that's it. Speaking of cats, cat scale very high, very high. I don't know whether Bez was a cat. No, Bez a dog, but a dog with pet cats. The same way that um, – oh, the exact same way that Persephone and Hades are cats with pet dogs, Bez is a dog with a pet cat. Yeah. Yeah. It's like the inverse. I think McCade is a cat though. Yeah, McCade is a cat. Well, that's one of Bez's pet cats. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> oh, Jack. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she keeps saying <laughs> – she keeps being like, oh, pet. And Makeda, just the same way that the grandma is like my baby, meaning Kojak. Yeah. Bez is like, oh, pet. And Makeda's like, what? Me? And she's like, no, I mean Kojak. Get out of here. Or Kojak were reversed. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. I don't think none of the crew members were 
Like they had personalities, but they were still kind of like they were very like firmly yeah, background that characters. The there really weren't like this was like Grandmore was a character, but like other than that, like yeah, it was really I just Buzz and Makita. It did, but it somehow felt like a pretty full world. Like, yeah, no, I'm. I wasn't saying that as if like the characters, like the characters were developed. They just didn't have prominent roles. Like it was mm-hmm. very, very focused on the main couple in a way that I think a lot of romances aren't. Really? No, like I mean. Like they, I all romance is focused on yeah. the main couple. Like that's the definition of like genre yeah. romance is that it's just like a central love story. I just mean like I don't know. This book was like hyper focused on the main. Like there was the the princess subplot, but even this princess subplot was like still Makeda and Bet. You know what I mean? Like mm. there weren't really like. I don't know other Maybe. wheels like other yeah. cops. I didn't. I used to get annoyed. <laughs> When I first started being romance and they would like introduce like friend characters and then we wouldn't see – we would see them in the first like 20% of the book and then not until the last 5%. And I would be like, what the heck? But then I just like got used. So I made on like a lobster being like boiled. But then so you realize as much. Then you realize that they they got their own book. <laughs> you get a yeah. whole book with those side right. characters. But it's that's not how same. romance works. Sure, sure. But it's not the same. It's like I'm like used to it now so I don't really like – I don't know. But I don't know. I can't really put a finger on it. This just felt like more hyper-focused on the couple in a way that I haven't read in a while. And that's not like good or bad. That's not a positive or negative for me. All right. Cats go. Three, Mm -hmm. two, one, eight. Jinx, Yomi Soda. We didn't say it at the same time on my end. It always lags. (laughs) No, we didn't say it at the same time on my end either. It always lags on the cat scale. Okay, Allison, where can they find us? Ooh, where can they find us? <gasps> well, <laughs> you can find us on Instagram and Facebook at We Read It One Night. And you can find us on TikTok. <laughs> we Read It One Night. We also now have a secondary account called at We Read It Pod. Yeah, I think we said that last episode. Which is really. doing pretty well. We have almost a thousand followers and we have our highest ever video views on a video there i think it's up to like 3.4 million which is on more how than- swedish people don't feed their guests yeah i'm not gonna elaborate on that Twitter, just like yeah, know that swedish it. people don't feed their guests yeah oh you can also find us on twitter at we read it podcast and email us we read it one night at gmail.com send us your requests for books that you want us to do next we've done a lot of books i mean romance is like does a lot of series like where each book is a standalone and so like if you want us to do more books from that series or like more books by an author that we've already done let us know godspeed comrades godspeed